This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. The movie about the life of one of Harvey Weinstein's assistants uh, is being made, and it may have found its lead. This is pretty exciting. Um, Ozark's Julia Garner, who plays Ruth Langmore, who is, in my opinion, the most talented member of that cast. Yes. I mean, Jason Bateman and Laura Linney are excellent, but... She's just fantastic. Yes. So this, yes, Queen. It just doesn't have a title yet, but it's sort of like a Devil Wears Prada-esque uh, about a young girl beginning to work for a monster boss. And it's a composite of more of more than one of Weinstein's company employees. So, um, mm. yeah, so this is probably going to be pretty good if she's she's casting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. I, lo- I want to see her in something else. I know. She's just great. All right. Um... They've all been confirmed their relationship rumors after being spotted sharing a kiss in late October. And now we've seen them again. I'm talking about Lily Rose Depp and Timothy Chalamet. Ooh. Yes. They're trying to remain low key, but they got some lunch together in Soho uh, in New York on Tuesday. She is 19. She's Johnny Depp's daughter with his beautiful ex-wife, Vanessa Paradis. Mm -hmm. Is that her name? Yes. Yep. And um, he is 22. And they're a hot couple. They are. <laughs> Woo! Okay, um, the people at Pixar, they really must have loved uh, Infinity War because they've tapped two very popular Marvel heroes to star mm-hmm. in their upcoming movie. Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are going to get animated in a movie called Onward for Pixar. And uh, Julia Louise-Dreyfus and Octavia Spencer, Spencer are also going to be in this movie. That uh, was announced yesterday. Yeah, oh. Tom Holland. I, that That kid... He is so talented and charming mm-hmm. and likable. That's one of the best casting decisions that Marvel has made. And he posted, he was like, I can't, he went on his Instagram, he's like, I can't believe I can finally say this, I am in a Pixar movie. And I yes! thought, I love how excited he gets, even though I'm like, dude, you're Spider-Man too. And yeah. like the fact that he's excited about being in a Pixar movie, I don't know. I like to see when the stars get really excited about their project. For so, sure. And they're yeah. genuinely like appreciative yeah. that they're getting yes. the opportunity. Yes. Yep. All right. On TV this weekend on Netflix today, the fourth season premiere of Fuller House. Um, we also have the mid-season finale of Fresh Off the Boat. That's today on uh, tonight on NBC. Um, a Saturday, we have Kerry Washington and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. guest on this week's episode of The Alec Baldwin Show. On Saturday Night Live, we have Matt Damon hosting. Mark Ronson and Miley Cyrus will be oh. performing. And if you want to watch Miss Universe on Sunday, Steve Harvey is hosting. Uh, that oh, is okay. on Fox. So check that yeah. out as well. Lex, you want to come over and watch it with me? <laughs> no. Like, oh, you guys can wow, get some wow, takeout she... from one of the restaurants that you got to go wow, to. That was very... You could have paused Lex before oh, he said no I to mean, me. That was... I mean, 
No. No, it's all right, Lex. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Okay. Appreciate the info. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. So hang in there. Be strong. Tubby. Thank you. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour, everybody. Coming up on 6.06, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Am I talking to someone? Slay Ride here, Harry Connick Jr. Oh, I love this song. And I love Harry. Hi, Harry. Love you, buddy. All of our crooners, Michael Buble, Harry Connick Jr., um, John Frank, Legend. John Legend, yes. yeah. The crooner corner right here. <laughs> I'm look. I'm looking. I don't really get. I'm not Lori Bargini excited about the Royals. You know, mm-hmm. I do like Meghan and Harry, but uh, King, Kensington Palace just released. If you go to Good Morning America's Instagram account, um, William and Kate just released their Christmas photo. It is darn cute. I, I'm not kidding. Uh, wh- what's the oldest boy's name? George. Uh- George. Yeah. Yeah. George is hysterical. <laughs> he has he has little hunter boots on and he's like kicking up his leg. They're in a tree. And they just look casual. They look like the family that lives maybe a couple uh, in a really nice house in your neighborhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they look like they look like the rich family in your neighborhood. But uh, it's just like <laughs> what? it's just their holiday party. I, the headlines that are popping up here, which I was laughing about yesterday, is that oh my gosh, Kate. She shocks tourists by driving herself somewhere. Oh, right. Like, she drove Whoa. into Kensington Palace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she went to the Royal Kmart. <laughs> no, it's just a cute photo. And I don't usually get excited, like I said, about the Royals, but they're just in jeans. You know what I mean? They just yeah. look normal. And George is all up there in his little hunter boots. It's just cute. I wonder what it's like to live a life where you don't have to worry about doing things like going to the grocery store. Um, I wouldn't like that. Taking care of your kids. (laughs) Driving. I mean, we're working. We're so consumed with all these things that take up our time every day um, that I just wonder what that life would be like. I would get bored. I wouldn't like that. I want to go to Target sometimes. Oh, I bet Meghan Markle does too. Yeah, yeah I just want to just want to go to the Tarche. I wouldn't want to be. Yeah, I, I, that would be too bubbleish to me. Yeah. Oh, you know, you just couldn't go to Dairy Queen if you wanted, or <laughs> just go to a car wash. And yeah. sometimes I just want to go to a car wash. Go to Dairy Queen first, get your cone, and then go through the car wash. Get my cone, mm-hmm. just a cone. <laughs> Parker Posey and waiting for government. You know, I just yeah. swirl the cone, just coming for a coke. Yeah. If you're thirsty, uh, oh, that is if a you're thirsty. Picture. Oh, I love that. If you're thirsty, you know, just come on in. Oh, now I gotta find. Now, darn it, Dawn. Uh, now I gotta favorite. find. I, Waiting for Guffman is like one of my favorite movies of all time because it's about a made-up town in Missouri doing community theater. Oh. Which is basically something I've done. <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> like, Seriously? So I mean, yeah, I mean, I've done so much community theater in Missouri, and so the fact that they're putting on this crappy little play. Oh, oh, here, oh, let me see if this is it. Oh, yeah, I think this is it. This is Parker Posey in Waiting for Guffman. Oh, uh, no, no, I got... Here we go. I've been thinking of ice cream and stuff and what I can do with it. Maybe come up with... We have a blizzard and we have a breeze. We have derbies and the derbies are really... Oh, they've been doing derbies and the chocolate dip for 
I think 20 years or something. I really want to sort of make a healthy, low-fat or non-fat, um, healthy blizzard. <laughs> I love her oh. so much. Mm. Oh, she's just coming for a cone, you know, just here at the Dairy Queen. Um, it it's been is so a, long since I've seen that movie. Oh, and of course, well, I always quote it when we talk to B. Arthur. Uh, because I hate you and I hate your ass face. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that is so since when Corky goes off, it's so he freaks out. Here's here here it is. He's yelling to someone on the phone. Here it is. I yeah. just hate you and I hate your ass face. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> That's when he's in front of the committee because they won't give him money for the play. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, six ten is uh, is the is the time. Now we don't have a lot of time to get into this, but. Uh, Ooh, girl, there is a lot of CBS stories today. Um, so let's just crack this nut mm. that we hope isn't a sack full of praying mantis babies. But, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So the first one, Lex, you have it. This is big and really slimy. A settlement with Eliza Dushku, Lex? Yeah. A Who million knew? dollars, <gasps> uh, nine and a half million dollars is the settlement, and it was supposed to be uh, well, saying that it's a secret settlement. But yes, we all know about it now. Yeah. Um, but yes, apparently she uh, was uh, on board uh, to. Um, let me just see what was the show that she was supposed to be on again. Oh, Bull. The CBS she was is, in Bull. and yeah. that's that big. That's the show, that procedural show that's based loosely on Doctor Phil's life, and um, I, I, she w- had a major role in three episodes, and she was supposed to be written into subsequential yeah. um, seasons as a main person. So that's why it's a nine and a half million dollar settlement, because one of the writers and producers uh, made some inappropriate jokes. She felt uncomfortable, uh, made a rape joke and commented about a threesome, also talked about her appearance. And she said, you know, I don't want to be doing this. This is makes me feel very uncomfortable. And secretly, this settlement now has been uh, you know, open now with all the different investigations that have been going on, but they paid her nine and a half million dollars. Oh boy. Well, and this is just the re I mean, look by itself, this would be gross. This would be disgusting. This would be disturbing, Mm -hmm. but it is part of a trend over there at CBS that we have been learning a lot about because of all of these independent investigations stemming from multiple um, allegations, including, well, the big one being Charlie Rose and then the executive producer of 60 minutes, it is a it it is looking like, and I forgot what publication just did an article over the about the whole culture. It really looks like there is a there is a culture of gross men over at CBS that the that the corporation seems to allegedly cared more about protecting these pervs than caring about the victims. Um, whether it was the alleged victims of Les Moonvis, the alleged victims of producers um, on various CBS shows like 60 Minutes. And allegedly the executive producer at CBS this morning has been caught up in this. Ugh. He is denying because they, they just made him kind of resign. Now he is saying, and I want to be fair, he is saying that his resignation, his leaving CBS this morning has nothing to do with him um, individually, 
But allegedly, the scuttlebutt is that he really didn't do much to prevent or announce Charlie Rose's behavior, alleged behavior. Mm. And so he has been removed from his position, and he was beloved at CBS. So it it just looks like a, a really gross culture that has gone on way too long over there at uh, the the once Tiffany network, which makes me sad because when we come back, I will tell you how this could affect Lex told you about Eliza and that show. It, it, this whole thing could affect another really pot. Well, one of my favorite shows on CBS. I'll tell you what that is when we come. Back. Welcome back, everybody. Some more hot dish for you. 619. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Oprah Winfrey. Um, so we're talking about this gross, more and more things. It's like a, a uh, an un, unsavory blooming onion, Lex, mm-hmm. from Outback. Yeah, There's more and more layers. dipping sauce ever. Ever, Lex. The worst dipping oh. sauce ever. Hmm. Uh, we're talking about all of these stories coming out of CBS. And you know what? Uh, you know what I always think of? And it's, it is because I love her. But you know what? Katie Couric hinted at this many years ago. And nobody listened to her when she worked at CBS um, and was the anchor. And she hinted, you know, because back then, no one, you know, you were, you were, it was still a culture of, uh, oh, everyone keep, you know, you can't talk about executives. You can't, can't blow the whistle, you know, or you were afraid to, understandably. Uh, yes. People in these careers were afraid to. But Katie, I was thinking about this. Katie dropped upon her exit, uh, upon exiting CBS. Dropped all of these little hints about the culture over there, talking about the old boys network. And I and now I'm, I'm thinking about all of her exit interviews and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. uh, now we're, we're really kind of seeing the culture that has existed at that network, allegedly, for way too long. So Alexis told you about Eliza Dushku, who settled with CBS for nine million uh, she was going to be on that show, Bull. Well, now CBS this morning could be kind of um, collateral damage in this. No, oh, no, how? Because well, the New York Post is reporting, and they are usually pretty well sourced over there. I mean, they're a little, you know, they're a little trashy sometimes, but they're well sourced. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I know some folks over there, and they're saying that CBS this morning might get a complete and total overhaul because they were they really had some great momentum, 
and then it's kind of stopped once the Charlie Rose allegations surfaced. The show yeah. was kind of on a on a roll. I mean, it was, you know, look, it was still third place, but CBS has been third place since Captain Kangaroo was on. But for <laughs> once, the sh- uh, CBS this morning was uh, gaining in prestige. Yes. People, it, people, people were buzzing about it. It was different. And it, it was it was catching up. I mean, it was gaining viewers year after year. Well, that has since stopped. People don't seem to be taking to John Dickerson, who replaced Charlie. I don't know why. I like uh, John is a great guy. I think he's a fantastic journalist. But their momentum has stopped. So and now the executive producer, a dude named Ryan Cadro, is, is negotiating his exit. Because he got roped into the whole, oh. allegedly, the Charlie Rose thing. Yeah, that cover-up. Mm-hmm. So, now it's looking like there could be a total revamp. Quote, this is from the page six. We're told like, the executive producer decided to leave months ago because he believes the uh, the morning show needs, quote, fresh blood and a total revamp. And he's not the man to do it. So, they're saying from top to bottom, the show could... Be changed, and yeah, that I, makes sense. I, I know we like it the way that it is, but it's going to be always associated with that was the seat that Charlie Rose sat mm-hmm. in. I think about that when I watch it. Do yeah. you? Yes. Yeah, that makes me. I don't know. I don't. I watch this show. I I watch clips from the show every day before I take a nap. I I think it would be really. I think it would be ultimately a big mistake. And personally, as a viewer, I, I, it would be sorely missed mm. because it is such a different broadcast than the Today Show and Good Morning America. It is serious news. Well, you know, they don't do, uh, you know, uh, John Dickerson isn't dressing like Peter Pan out on the plaza. You know, they don't have bands. Uh, you know, Martha Stewart isn't cooking up some biscuits. I... I I would. I think it would be um, horrible for choices in the morning if they got rid of this this type of show. Uh, I I love it. I I think it's the best. Well, when, uh, out say, of the when three. you say revamp, I, I I guess I'm just thinking maybe new people. I, Gail and Nora. I can't imagine them leaving. Mm-mm. No, when so, they say revamp, Lex, this is the reason it scares me. They're saying top to bottom, everybody. Oh. The story is saying top to bottom, not just a minor tweak. Well, because, you know, new bosses come in and they want to, you know, put their stamp on things. Yeah. Uh, and you never know. Maybe Gail and Nora don't want to do it. I mean, there could be a whole bunch of different things going on, but. Oh, I don't care the reason. I'm just saying, I, I personally, I would be really sad because I think it is the smartest morning broadcast on television. And that includes cable. And I, I watch a little bit of all of them. I watch a little Fox I watch a little Morning Joe. I watch C- I don't like CNN's Morning Show, but um, I, I I can't do Good Morning America. It just I can't do it. It, <laughs> it it's it's it drives me nuts. I watch the Today Show. It's, it's CBS this morning is just the smartest morning show, and uh, I I would be I've never felt this way. I didn't even feel this way about Katie Couric. I mean, I was sad yeah. when she left the Today Show, but I still watch the Today Show because Meredith was on there, and I like Meredith. I would be really sad. And I know a lot of people, my mother-in-law, my friend Jen, everybody in my life, in my circle, 
everybody watches CBS this morning. I, I, I don't think they're going to stray too far from the core uh, in terms of content. You don't they're, think no, so? No, no. They're going to stick with that. I, hmm. It's just, uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to change too much. Definitely there's going to be changes, but. I, I hope not. I hope they don't stray too far because it, it would be a disservice to viewers who want something different. And I like fluff. Good Lord, I do fluff every day from 10 to 11. But I, I, I think having another option for viewers in the morning is smart. And I think CBS, it would be yet another dumb move by that network to throw, what's the saying, the baby out with the bathwater, which I still don't understand that saying either. It's one of the many I don't understand. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Topping Google Trends and entertainment, it's a tweet storm from Kanye. This time he reignites a feud with Drake. He addressed some unresolved issues he had with Drake, spurred by Drake's request to get a song cleared. And after venting, Kanye said that Drake personally called him on the phone. But then hours later, Kanye continued tweeting about their tensions and warned Drake on Twitter to never come out of your mouth with a threat. Wow. All right. Also trending, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse at Sony's animated Spider-Man feature film has two post-credit scenes. People are searching for that. So stick around after the movie if you want to see a tribute to Stan Lee, the co-creator of Spider-Man who died in November. And a thank you to Lee's Spider-Man co-creator, Steve Ditko. The second uh, scene is a jokey callback to the dimension jumping aspect of the movie. And on Twitter, we have the hashtags Friday Feeling and Drake. And don't forget, uh, if you haven't downloaded our app, we have listener rewards prizing. You can log log in and log on to the mobile device and become eligible for prizes just for listening, like a $250 gift card to pay off holiday shopping bills. Other December prizes include Green Mill gift cards, Aveda gift sets, movie passes, and more. So download that app today at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. A losing streak. A losing streak. (laughs) Describe a man running naked after chugging prune juice. This has been a moment with Johnny Carson. There we go. Sounds like something Alexis wrote, doesn't it, Don? Yeah, a little bit. Alexis yeah. <laughs> writing Johnny's jokes back then. Yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one oh seven one. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean of the New York, New York McLeans. Nice. Thank you for being here. It is Friday. We had that Friday Woo! sensibility, that Friday state of mind, that Friday feeling, that Friday bump, that fi- Friday vibration. It's all right here. Yes. All of those things. Yeah. Uh, we have so much hot dish. I made I made two pans, Lex. Nice. I made two pans of hot mm. dish. Uh huh. I had to put my clothes on though. I didn't. I had to. I had just an apron cool. on, but I'm getting cold, so I had to put on some clothes. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Thanks, girl. I appreciate it. Um, and thank you for that. Oh wow, Lex! Thanks. I thought I looked pretty good, but okay. I know you like that. So, yeah, she doesn't know me. I, I, I know, know you like that. Thank goodness. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I know, girl. Um, okay, so we were talking about talk shows yesterday because. Kathy Lee, Kelly Lee is leaving the Today Show and they don't know what they're going to do because, you know, they, don't, they haven't even replaced Megan Kelly yet. So now they have to replace Megan Kelly and uh, Kathy Lee Regis Lee. But mm-hmm. you might have an answer, Lex. 
Well, I have an answer for... for uh, oh, Ellen no, not Jeanette. for them. But yeah. Ellen. Then we have Ellen probably leaving. Right. And that New York Times article uh, yesterday that we talked about, that her contract is up in 2020. Yep. And she's really contemplating leaving and doing other projects. Bye. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> Bye, girl. <laughs> and uh, for lots of good reasons. You know, it was a very interesting article about her different reasons and Portia and uh, her wife and wh- why she thinks that she should leave. Um, but this gives plenty of time for NBC execs to groom the next person. Mm-hmm. And many are saying that next person is Kelly Clarkson. Hmm. To not to not only take over because for you know her show will be starting to in September yeah. of next year, and um, it will in most places be Ellen's lead in nationwide. Oh, on the stations that have on picked the, it up that have picked it up. Yes, so we'll they'll start there, and then it will be an easy slide into hmm. Ellen's time slot. And the, well, I guess that the trial runs have gone really well and people really love her. They like the, 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 the test shows have gone well, the yeah. audition shows, the rehearsal shows. Mm-hmm. That's good. I mean, I, I think she can do it. She has a better shot. She has a better shot than most of the people that have tried to do those types of shows. I think she has kind of all the key ingredients. She has a likability. Yes. She has a relatability with the audience that watches daytime shows you know, I think m- moms can relate to her. I think single women want to be her friend. I think she has that kind of key. You know, women... Uh, yeah, she's you, another America's sweetheart, for sure. Yeah. You either want to be her friend or you want to be like her. You're not intimidated by her. You don't think she's above you. She's very normal. She's very relatable. Um, even the fact, even though she's Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> she's you know one of the biggest pop stars still. And she's been with us for many years. She's been with us, uh, what, 17 years? Idol started in oh one or two. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Think about that. She's been with us almost 20 years. Yeah. But she's still, you know, I think one of her greatest assets is Kelly Clarkson has never kind of gotten too big for her britches in the, in the eyes of the public. No. And that will serve her well. That will serve her well on a daily show. Yeah, she's um, so lovable. She is lovable and relatable. So, hey, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were the stations, uh, you know, they kind of did the stations that had Ellen and Oprah kind of felt the same thing in, in 2010, 2011 when Oprah was wrapping up. You know, CCO is a really good example of that. Um, WCCO had both Ellen and they had Oprah. So what they did was when Oprah was wrapping up, boom, um, Ellen used to run at 9 a.m. here. And they just put her, you know, it was like, oh, well, let's move Alan uh, into Oprah slot. People, the stations are lucky that they, that Kelly's doing this because there aren't a lot of good syndicated shows in the last five or six years. The syndication bucket has been a little dry. The, now, the, the next two years are going to be interesting because you're going to have Kelly Clarkson's show. Tamron Hall is working with Disney. Um, on a talk show. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. Yep. And uh, Tamron is immensely popular. Now, though she's popular, I will say just re- just knowing, knowing, having a shallow base of knowledge about these types of things, I, I, I think Kelly has still a leg up over Tamron, but I don't know. I don't know what Tamron's format's going to be. Um, I don't know what station she's going to be on and what slot she's going to be on, um, what time slot she's going to be on, because it's, it's just a rough road. Um, it's really hard to kind of break through 
especially in daytime. So, um, so those two shows are going to be the highest profile ones. Steve Harvey's still around. You know, Kelly and Ryan are still, you know, Kelly and Ryan are doing really well. Yeah. They're doing really, really well. And they're going up against Michael and, uh, what, and, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, from, Laura? From, no, yeah, from GMA Day, Sarah. Oh, Sarah yeah, Hines. Yeah, yeah, Sarah Haynes, the GMA Day, which is the worst name of a show ever. GMA Day. That's what they call it. Mm-mm. Yep. GMA Day. It's like the third unofficial third hour of the of the GMA show, but it's called GMA Day. It's the stupidest name ever. But um, they're getting whomped by. How do you really feel, Jace? They're getting whomped by Kelly and uh, Ryan. So I haven't watched Kelly and Ryan lately. Have you, Lex? Well, they have it down in the cafeteria. So when I go yes, down, ma'am. I'll like catch it a little bits here and there. Yeah, they seem yeah. to have a nice flow, and they they look like they're having fun. Don, Don you, you don't watch the Kelly and Ryan, do you? I don't. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I no, just, no, no, no. We don't apologize. You know, I, I mean, I would have to make a point since I'm doing so much during the morning after the show. I get busy. out of here. Uh, yeah, I'm very busy. Very busy, girl. Very busy. <laughs> I don't make it a point to, like, you know, go watch home it. and pull it up on Hulu or something. No. Yeah, no. And there's but, no reason for you to do that. Like she said, you know, it is on every once in a while when we go down there to have an omelet yeah. <laughs> or something. It's like, oh, what are they talking about? And it's like, you know, they seem like they're, she is very happy with him yeah so you know that's i guess the most important thing to keep her happy so yeah i i uh i just wonder because you know we watched at the beginning and, and ryan wasn't sharing too much and on those types of shows you really need to share your life and ryan was just seemed kind of like a bowl of vanilla ice cream i like ryan and i think he's a fantastic broadcaster yeah but I mean, he had all that controversy involving his assistant at the beginning yeah. of, of his launch there, and I think that really freaked him out. Yeah, it's just you could tell the panic in his face, and it it's taken a while for him to loosen up. Uh, it's the last thing I saw him do was like some acrobatics with some people that were um, I don't know. He was he's a pretty strong guy. You could tell he works out. He was like holding Kelly above his body. They were teaching him how to do all this stuff, so he's willing to get out there and do fun stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I that was an interesting thing, too. He was one of the few gentlemen and maybe because maybe the allegations weren't true. We haven't talked about that. You know, the Me Too wave, the Me Too movement, the uh, the, the pervs being uh, uncovered. Ryan Seacrest allegations kind of disappeared, didn't they, Lex? They did. You know what I mean? I mean, I, look, and let me be fair. Maybe it was because they were untrue. But I'm just saying. He he got. There's no mention of it anymore. No, and his their ratings haven't suffered. So I don't know. He was one of the few men that were accused. That you know, and Chris Hardwick. I don't know if people are still. I wonder if you know how his Q rating is, and I wonder how people mm. do. People feel differently about Chris Hardwick now because of the allegations against. Do people feel? Do people feel different about Ryan Seacrest? I don't know. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, good luck, Keller Clarkson. I'm actually, I'm really anxious to see her show because, like I said, I enjoy her. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I really do. I think if any, anybody in recent, the last five years launching a show could, could be successful, I really think it could be her. You know, what's great about her is she's America's sweetheart, but she also stood up to her record label and she showed a lot of strength. Uh, you know, whenever she started her career with American Idol, she completed her contract like she but then she spoke out and said, listen, that wasn't for me and I'm going to move on. And yeah, that's another great quality. We're like, you go, girl. You go. <laughs> I mean, you did. 
mean, she deserves a medal of honor for doing from Justin to Kelly. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh. She didn't even, I mean, she <laughs> yeah. deserves our undying love That's for true. being forced to do that piece of crap. Oh, anyway, man. 642-641-1071, 651-641-1071. We are looking for caller number seven to play Who Wants to Be an Obama Nair? That's right. 651-641-1071. Caller number seven will play Who Wants to Be an Obama Nair for your chance to win tickets to see Michelle Obama when she comes to the Acceler Energy Center next year for her tour. Again, 651-641-1071. Dawn's looking for caller number seven, and you're going to play our game when we return. Alexis Thompson, fun fact. Did you know in 2005 she was named Miss Merry Christmas of Shoreview? Bet you guys didn't know that. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean of the Mishawaka, Indiana McLeans. Oh. Thanks for being here. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! That's right, Mishawaka. Uh, 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 home, kind of, sort of, right around there of Notre Dame. The great nice. Notre Dame, yeah. South Bend, Mishawaka area of Indiana. <laughs> I'm just loading you with fun facts today, mm-hmm. aren't I? Yeah. It is uh, December 14th on this Friday, and we have a Friday feeling, and especially because we're getting ready to give away a big old prize. You know, we used to, when we started our show back in 2008, 10 years ago, uh, we used to give away cigarette lighters, uh, packs of straws, ashtrays ashtrays and stickers you know that's all we could afford uh, because they didn't have very they didn't have a lot of confidence in the two of us to do a show they thought we'd be canceled uh, quicker than manimal but we lasted and now we have really (laughs) four people four people in the audience by the way if you got that manimal reference you're my new best friend just fyi if you know manimal thank you very much uh but now we have big prizes like today's prize and that is Tickets to see Michelle Obama mm. next year at the Excel Energy Center. And because this is such a huge prize, we're not just going to give this away. Nope. Right, Lex? No. Right, right, Miss Merry Christmas? No. We're not going to just give no, you this. No, no, no. <laughs> what the hell was that? that was a, the uh, hell was that, Dawn? What is she doing? Is she doing a Santa, Santa Claus? Yeah, oh, okay. but she modified it. That's great. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, we're going to make you work for it by playing America's fastest growing quiz sensation, who wants to be an Obama Nair? That's right. Yes. Uh, Santa, Santa Alexis, uh, go ahead and tell us who is our player today. Oh, we're very excited. Megan Lane. Megan Lane, longtime yeah. my talker. She's been Hello. with us since God was a boy. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, Megan. Hello, everybody. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, I love when a dedicated my talker uh, gets to play these games. Now, are you a little nervous, Megan? I am. Normally, when I'm listening, I can kill it. But, you know, this is five questions. This isn't just call up and be number seven. This is work. This is work, Megan. Yes, it is. Well, uh, we got you. We got you. Well, those two have you. Uh, So here's how. Oh, yeah. Exactly, (laughs) Megan. Megan knows them well. Yeah. Huey and Dewey. Well, here's how it works. Okay. Maybe we don't got you then. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. Uh, Here's how it works. Uh, Who wants to be an Obama and heir is similar to who wants Mm -hmm. to be a millionaire. A general trivia style game. You're four questions away. Um, All of these are multiple choice. And you have two lifelines. You can ask Alexis. 
You can ask Dawn for a question, and then that's it. You're out of lifelines. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, and they go up in uh, hardness. That was a difficulty, I should say. They go up in difficulty <laughs> as we continue. Megan, are you ready for question one? Yes. Question number one. The category, by the way, the 1990s. The 1990s. A decade Alexis knows very well. Here we go. What does it mean to go the full Monty? Eat all of your food? Okay. Megan, uh, please wait until all of the uh, choices are announced. Thank you. Uh, It's all right. Eat all of your food. Have sex. Or strip all the way. Please strip all the way. Mm. Final answer. Thank you. I, I should have asked you for final answer. She yeah. said it, and she's right. That's right. All right. To go the full Monty is to strip all the way. Okay, Megan. Uh, you have both lifelines in place. Question number two. The category is the '90s. Here we go. Question number two. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the Clinton's White House cat? Mittens, socks, whiskers. There we go. Mittens, socks, or whiskers? I'm going to go with B, socks. Final answer. Oh, wow. Is she right? Yes. Bill and Hill had socks. The cat, everybody. I remember that cat. The cat, by the way, was the only animal or thing that would speak to Bill after the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So there we go. Okay. um, He's got a saxophone. Exactly, Lex. Uh, So here we go. Here's where you stand. You have both lifelines in place. You're two questions away from winning the tickets to see Michelle Obama. Let's play. Question three, the category of the 90s. Which move was not, not something you could do with uh, on an original Bop It toy? Which move was not something you could do on an original Bop It toy from the 90s? Twist it, bop it, or push it? Okay, I think I have an idea, but I'm going to use a lifeline. I'm going to go with Alexis. This is her decade. Okay. I love to bop it. We are going to activate the lifeline. You have asked our darling Alexis, what move was not, not something you could do on an original bop it toy from the 90s? Twist it, bop it, or push it? Ooh, I know you could twist it. Push it? I don't think you can push it. Yeah, I, I don't think you could push it. You could bop it, you could twist it. Okay. So So push what? is my answer. Push is okay, the that's answer. What I, that's what, what I was th- thinking. Sorry. Sorry. Um I'm gonna go with push it, whatever letter that was in final answer. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> is she right? Could you not push the bop it? <laughs> Sounds like a <laughs> dirty movie. Yes! You are right, and Alexis is right. right. You were un- you were unable to push push. You can okay, pull he- it. 
It exactly, Dawn. And that's, you can that's, pop it. Dawn, uh, thank you for that commentary there, Dawn. We appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Megan, you're one question away from winning, and you still have Dawn. Let's play. The final question, and who wants to be an Obamanaire? Which international crime organization does Carmen Sandiego work for? Cruel, C-R-U-E-L, bad, B-A-D-D, or vile, V-I-L-E? Oh, um, I'm going to have to instill my lifeline of Don. Okay, which organization does Carmen Sandiego work for, Don? Mm, okay. Is it cruel, bad, or vile? I think it's vile. My daughter okay. watches okay. a lot. I'm pretty confident. Okay, I'm going to go with that. So, vile, final answer. Okay. Oh, wow. She didn't even pause. Good. For the Michelle Obama tickets, you say vile is who Carmen Sandiego worked for. Is she right? Michelle Obama at the Excel Energy Center next year. Thank you, sweetheart. Congratulations. We're going to put you on hold, and Dawn is going to get your information. There we go. Fantastic. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, what a way to end the 6 o'clock hour. We have a fun 7 o'clock hour that includes a very special guest when we come back. Back after this. Everything's getting more expensive these days. Gas, rent, and even your music. While other music services keep jacking up their prices, Live One is letting you lock in the best music membership at the best price. Live One Plus is just $3.99 per month. Get all your favorite music ad-free, along with unlimited skips and maximum audio quality. Beat inflation with the best deal in music at just $3.99 per month. Visit liveone.com slash best music to get Live One Plus now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.